Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Marcus Nez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 24, Dear Esther, the game that popularized the walking simulator genre, and it is a walking simulator in its truest form. There are no puzzles to solve, no monsters to hide from, just walking, walking, more walking, and a little bit more walking. If your name is Dewey Cox, you're going to love this game, because you will walk hard. And you will walk on hard surfaces, like rocks, so you will be walking on hard surfaces in Dear Esther. You will also like this game if your name is Johnny Cash, because you walk in a lot of lines. A path is like a line that may be straight or curved or zigzagged or even hard. You might be saying to yourself, how can a line be hard? Well, you can't download it anymore on iOS, but believe me, there were lines that were hard and they were wonderful. So, so wonderful. You'll also love this game if your name is Christopher Walken because you walk in Dear Esther and that's all you do. This isn't a game for Christopher running because there's no running in this game. You can only walk. <laughs> oh, God. No, this is Dear Esther, a walking simulator where you're just walking. You're not doing anything else. There is a bit of a narrative in the form of narration that pops up when you reach certain points of the handful of levels that comprise the hour-long experience that is Dear Esther. And the funny thing about those bits of narration is that I don't remember a specific thing that was said. I don't know what the story of Dear Esther was, yet I found the narration surprisingly engaging. It kept me pushing forward. I liked the sound of it, but I don't remember any of it. It's very weird, but it worked in a weird way. And the funny thing about that is that I listened to the commentary afterwards. You can play through the game with developer commentary on, which I highly recommend. I play through it again, and that took me about maybe an hour and a half because I stopped every time I triggered a bit of commentary. And the way commentary works is that there are these little speech bubbles scattered throughout each level, and you stop at it for a few seconds, and then the commentary track will start playing, and... From what I could tell, if you do walk away, it will keep playing until you interact with another commentary track or until it finishes. But I wanted to stay in that particular area because I was one, worried it might not keep playing, and two, I just wanted to listen to what they were saying. I didn't want to take my focus away from what they were saying in any way, even if it was just to walk to the next commentary track. But at one point during the commentary, I'm pretty sure one of the developers said that the narration and the story and all that, it's not about what he's saying. It wasn't about the writing. It was about the feel he was giving. And if that really is the case, I can say 100% it worked for me. The feel of the narration was there. I just have no idea what he said or what was going on. And that may sound like a negative to some, but for me, given that it was only an hour, if Dear Esther was a three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, etc. hour long game, I might have more of a problem with that lack of motivation or strong motivation, but because it was so short, I just enjoyed 
walking through the environment, enjoying all the scenery. And when it was done, I was happy I played it because I saw some very beautiful sights, especially the caves, which feature a nice variety of color. You get some nice blues and reds in there, some oranges as well, and beautiful rock formations. The caves are very, very beautiful. And despite the game being seven years old at this point, it still looks pretty good. I also learned while listening to the commentary that the game was originally a free mod for Half-Life 2, which I never knew. Maybe that's popular knowledge and everyone knows that but I didn't know that so I found my experience with the game was greatly enhanced after playing the game again with commentary when I played it through the first time just playing through it regularly getting a bit of narration and taking in the sights and all that jazz I did enjoy it but it wasn't until I played through it again with the commentary that I truly appreciated everything that went into it so if you do have any interest in checking out dear esther i would highly recommend playing through it a second time with the commentary because that really adds a lot to the experience not to take away anything from the game itself but if i hadn't played through it again with the commentary it would have been a much more forgettable experience there's a lot going on in the game for people who are more observant or want to try and dive into the lore of this world. You'll see text written on walls and paint buckets scattered throughout the levels, this blue paint that really stands out on the walls, and pictures will sometimes be there or not. Another thing I learned in the commentary is that in this little cabin you come across, there are sometimes pictures of an ultrasound on the table. I saw those pictures, but I didn't really pay any attention to them and I guess for some people those are Esther's ultrasounds or maybe the baby is Esther I don't know I didn't really pay much attention to it I didn't even notice the ultrasounds until my second playthrough though the ultrasounds may not have been there on my first playthrough I'm not sure because yet another thing I learned from the commentary is that there is randomization in the game so that no one experience is the same and I really like that that means that what I experienced during Dear Esther, it's not going to be exactly like what you experience. It doesn't mean they're going to be vastly different, like I'm going to run into monsters and you're going to run into a whole bunch of mermaids and then this other person's going to run into werewolves and suddenly I've just made this into a cabin in the woods for some reason. But I like the fact that there are these little changes that do add to the lore and the fun in talking about the game for those who are into that kind of stuff but i've never been too into lore and searching things out and all that kind of jazz i would put up dark souls as an example the soul series in general as an example i love those games and i love playing them and i love the way the worlds are interconnected and all of that but any kind of story those games are putting out and lore and, and what's actually going on I have no idea. I couldn't tell you a single thing about the Soul series except for there's a character named Solaire who praises the sun and people love him. That's all I know about the lore of the Souls game. So that kind of stuff doesn't really work for me. But despite not caring about any of the lore or the mysteries within Deresser, which isn't to say I didn't see things here and there and think, ooh, what is that about? I did think that at times. I just moved on almost immediately after thinking that. I still really enjoyed the game because it is a nice, relaxing, short little experience and that is a nice change of pace from the hectic first person shooters I play and 
other more active games, to have a more passive game as a breather in between game sessions with other games like Apex Legends, which I adore and play a bunch of. It's nice to have a game I can just walk through as opposed to sprinting to find loot here or there. Oh my god, I need a shield. I still don't have a shield. Where's my shield? I don't even have... How, how did I not have a helmet this whole time? Where's my helmet? Not thinking like that and just walking through the hills and the caves of a Scottish island. It's nice. It is nice. That is what Dear Esther is. It's a nice, pleasant, delightful little game. And sometimes that's all I want. I don't want shooty, shooty, bangy, bangy, explosiony, explosiony. I don't know why I'm saying every word twice, but you get what I'm saying. I just want a game that's nice. <laughs> I didn't mean to rhyme there, but I saw it there. I saw that opening, and I'm like, oh, I got to rhyme nice with twice. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you can watch them both over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Come back.